Somebody touch yourself on the chest and say, I'm expecting great things. Hallelujah. As I turn this mic over into the hands of the pulpit.
pull for tears, the associates, and certainly to our church mother, amen. Mother Lett and Betty Peacock Richardson, amen. I try to always get all of those names in there, amen. And certainly to the elect lady of this house, the sister elect lady, amen. God's people everywhere. Hallelujah. There is a word from the Lord for you all today. Yes, yes. Amen. And if we can just race quickly to the book of Genesis. Book of beginnings. Genesis 32nd chapter. Beginning at the 24th verse. Going down to 26. Right before I read the word of Father and our God, we thank you today for your goodness and mercy remain on assignment with us. God, you've been good to us, better than we've been to ourselves, and we come before you now humbly, submissively, appreciatively, and adoringly, knowing, God, that you have been our source, the source of all life. We thank you today. Now, look upon these lips of clay and send the anointing that makes preaching easy. And God will give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The book of Genesis 32-24 says, And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. 26 verses, and he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, that is Jacob said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. The word of the Lord is blessed and divine. And I want to leave a thought with you is today, and that is before I let go. Look at somebody and say, before I let go. I have learned over the years that whether you become friends, begin to date, or become married couples, you will find that there are some things that you will agree with. And other things you will not. There are things that you have closely in common and other issues that make you staunchly platonic. There will be things that collectively we'll be willing to die for. Like our faith in Christ Jesus. Then there are others like the price of tea in China that we couldn't care less about. I raise these points today to identify that there are some things that have no personal value. There are other things that are worth dying for. What is your value system? How do you measure your life and the lives of others? How do you measure people, places, and things? Where do they wind up on your Richter scale of importance? Depending upon 
on your measure of importance, we rate things based upon our ability to satisfy ourselves and the ones that we love. A perfect example I'll give you today is money. Cash in and of itself has little to no value. Money itself is just rectangular notes of paper that used to represent a portion of financial trade in U.S. gold shares. But now, due to U.S. economic debt, is just a promissory note. To us, it serves as economic power to trade with the proprietor for the things that we're looking to acquire. Without this ability, there are many things that we could not purchase. The inability to trade in this society would leave us homeless, without clothes, and the inability to provide for our loved ones. Some of us rate our importance by the places that we live, or by the places that we can afford to attend or go. For most of us, it's enough to live in an area that's relatively safe, reasonably quiet and peaceful, and socially comfortable with our neighborhood and its people. Yet there are some who find the previously mentioned things as bare bones basics. Peace is nice, but our hunger for social status provokes us to desire more than exclusive environments. Keeping up with the Joneses, that no reflection, Sister Jones, is of paramount importance to some folk. What others acquire within our circles can provoke us to stretch our credit limits and exhaust our bank accounts just to keep up. Fendi and Gucci and Prada and Louis Vuitton and other designers has caused most of us or some of us to lose our minds. Glory to God. We spend unreasonable amounts of money to be associated with a label. Madison Avenue marketers have sold us on the idea that the purchase of these so-called items places us in a class that demands status recognition. But once purchased, let me hit you to something. These items lose their value immediately. And most are not worth half the price that you paid for them one hour ago. It puzzles me how some of our parents will buy Nike sneakers for their toddlers. And we'll probably get only a few months use out of them because the child will grow out of them quickly. I raise these issues to bring a very important life lesson to you today. Many things that we feel are necessary are not. I've never seen a branch truck follow a hearse to the cemetery. We need to understand, people of God, that we are not human beings having occasional spiritual experiences. 
We are spiritual beings having one human experience. When it's all said and done, we must find ourselves seeking those things that enrich our spiritual man. When we become true to our purpose, we will find that spiritual enrichment will nurture and feed our natural man more than the carnal enrichment will. Let me move to the text here. The text today takes us to a biblical account of a man who was also drawn into peril due to his desire for things that were above his birthright. The grandson of Abraham, Jacob, the son of Isaac, and Rebekah. Jacob was the younger twin of Esau. His name in Hebrew means the supplanter because he was born gripping Esau's heel. Oh, I know some Bible scholars in here. Later in life, he tricked his brother Esau out of his birthright in treachery with his mother. Due to this treachery, he found himself in an adversarial relationship with his brother which caused him to flee to Mesopotamia to his uncle Laban's home. There's one, oh, glory to God, that this, this is an uncle, let me talk about this uncle. He learns, Jacob learns a valuable lesson about this uncle. And that lesson is a valuable 14-year lesson that he learned. Was no matter how slick you think you are, there's always somebody that's slicker than you. Glory to God. Jacob went to his uncle Laban's home and fell in love with viewing Rachel. Glory to God. But when the time came for him to marry and enter into his bedroom chamber, Rachel was not there, but the older sister Leah was there. Glory to God. When they came out in anger, his father-in-law told him, well, if you want my younger child, you're going to have to serve me another seven years. Glory to God to have this one. There's always somebody that will outslip your slip. Glory to God. While the blessing of his father bestowed upon him remained to be true. The reaping that he experienced from the seeds of deception, he sowed also rang true. So with all of the scheming and deception that he arranged, it only brought him separation, conflict, and division. Look at somebody and say, you got to watch about the seeds that you sow. Glory to God. Because I guarantee you it's going to be the harvest that you're going to reap. Somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It brought them this separation, conflict, and division. As our lead scripture details, Jacob was left alone. It can be a difficult thing when you're lonely. What can be more deadly is to be left alone. To be lonely is an emotional state. When you're lonely, you can be in a crowd of people 
and still feel empty. But when you are left alone, you have been abandoned. Glory to God. So understand the scripture said that Jacob was left alone. What does that mean? Everybody that thought he had value didn't want to be bothered with him. Glory to God. We need to understand that Jacob at this point was not a poor man. He had wives and servants and livestock and other things that from the outside looking in, we would make it would seem that he's a man that is fulfilled. That's when we look at value, not valuable, when we look at things, oh, glory to God, to measure the, the worth of a man. Hallelujah. We will find that things don't make us. It is character. Glory to God that makes you somebody. Hallelujah. Though through the deception planted by his mother and he, he had acquired his brother's birthright from his father. He married both Leah and Rachel, the daughters of Laban. But with all that he achieved through manipulation, he found himself in a state of isolation. Not the state that he desired. But the state that his behavior earned him. Many times our behavior will put us in a place that we never desired to be. Oh, somebody talk back to me today. Choices that we make can put our backs against the wall. Attitudes and behaviors that we exhibit can isolate us. We look to blame others. Oh, glory to God. But ultimately, it was our own actions that brought us into the places that we arrived. It was after putting himself in a place of isolation that Jacob found himself left alone with God. Oh, glory to God. Our actions can, like Jacob, put us in a place where only God can reach us. Hallelujah, where only God can tolerate us. And where only God can help us. Have you ever wondered why after all of your needs have been met, your refrigerator is filled with food, your bills are up to date, and you have the ability to get some of the things that you want, but you still feel like something is missing. The accumulation of things is not always a blessing. Somebody say yes, no. There was a young man who was assassinated in 1997. He was a rapper who represented the genre of Brooklyn named Christopher Ross. His stage name was the notorious B.I.G. And he acquired success in the entertainment industry. But one of the songs that he penned was entitled More Money, More Problems. Glory to God. He was trying to convey to his listeners that money can assist in economic matters. 
but it also brings with it some challenges. <laughs> Glory to God. Jacob was left alone. He found this to be true. When he was left alone, it dawned on him. But he also knew that there was an answer to the dilemma that he found in himself. And it can only be given through the action and function of God. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Don't you know that no matter what you plan to accumulate, all of these things are fleeting. Glory to God. The songwriter said today, these things that they treasure and forget about their souls. I decided to make Jesus my choice. Glory to God. Jacob knew that to overcome all of the obstacles that were against him, it would require divine intervention. Somebody say, yes, Lord. God would have to get involved and change some things. When we find ourselves left alone with the art stacked against us, we need God to move on our behalf. Somebody say, yeah. There was no way that the creator of all life could be handled by a man of his own creation. But God, y'all don't hear me today. Some of us think that uh, Jacob actually grabbed the angel of the Lord and wrestled with him at the night. But let me give you some update and some insight. God had given his creation power through prayer. Look at your neighbors and neighbor, there's power in your prayer. Glory to God. The sincere, fervent prayer of the righteous son avail of much. Look at your neighbors and neighbor. Have you been praying? Glory to God. Praying is not just falling on your knees, closing your eyes, folding your arms. Speaking, but understand prayer can be met 24 hours a day. Prayer is conversation with your creator concerning your situation. Look at your neighbors and neighbor. I'm learning to pray without ceasing. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus explained much later in Matthew 7 and 7 that if we ask, it shall be given. If we seek, you'll find it. And if we knock, it shall be opened unto you. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Oh, 
you but the nations. What comes out of you is getting ready to be blessed. Look at somebody and say, what comes out of you is getting ready to be blessed. The word that you give somebody is blessed. The care that you give somebody is blessed. The prayer that you pray for somebody is blessed. Oh. 
to know if we're going to throw in the towel or continue. I will dwell in the house of the Lord all of the days of my life. Everybody stand someone out in the social media arena. What God has blessed on today. Even uh, this word is an answer to maybe the prayer that you've been praying. I speak to you now and concur that God specializes in things that seem impossible. Your blessing is just a prayer away. How bad do you want it? Yes. Let's look to the Lord. Our Father, our God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for a rim of word for your people. We thank you because we know that you love us. Hallelujah. And God, we say that we love you too. We thank you for your glory today. We thank you for the manifestation of your presence. Now, God, adhere to our petition. Because we're not going to stop until you bless us. We thank you in advance, God, for what you've done. We praise you now for what you're doing. But we glorify you for what you're getting ready to do in us. Look upon your people, God, and give them the strength and courage to continue to fight the good fight of faith before they let go. We claim this in Jesus' name. And let's celebrate the Lord all over the building.
find yourself a Bible teaching, Bible believing church. Get in there and learn of him. For his yoke is easy. And his burdens are light. God bless you. Praise the Lord. If you would like to be a blessing to our ministry, you can do so two ways. One, using the GiveLify app under Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ. Or you can go to Cash App using our name, dollar sign, Bethel154. Or you can even go on our website at www.betchurch.org. We pray that God will add a blessing to your giving. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.